This episode includes very strong language and descriptions of sexual acts. It's not intended for kids. This is for adults only. Baby. Baby, get up. Come on. What? What? Come on. You gotta get up. Get up. What what time is it? It doesn't matter. He's awake. What What do you mean he's awake? I mean he's awake. Shut the fuck up. How do you know? Friends in the palace. When? It just happened just now. Oh my god. Um, who, who else knows about this? The palace guards, maybe his sisters. I assume the Senate. <laughs> Holy shit. Alright, um, I can't believe it. I fucking called it. We fucking called it. <laughs> so you think they're shitting their pants or what? I wouldn't want to be any of the senators' wives right now. Those dumb old fucks. God, anyone who so much as whispered anything against him is dead. And I've got the names right here, baby. <sighs> it serves them all right. They've been keeping you back for too long. They make it impossible for anyone with new ideas to get ahead. Well, I'm done waiting for them to die. You better start looking for a new house. Because we're getting the hell out of this dump. Hey, you know they're going to try to make you out to be an opportunist. Everyone's an opportunist. At least I'm not lying about it. If he wants me to bark like a dog, fuck it, I'll bark like a dog. If he wants me to eat his ass, I'll eat his ass. (laughs) And I'll tell you something else, too. I am not going to see these pricks gone. I'm going to see them humiliated. Mm, I fucking love you. I fucking love you, too. Now, time to go eat some ass. I want to take a step back from our known reality into a world that's completely different from anything we know. Now, imagine a little-known senator who sees a chance to make a name for himself. And all he has to do is throw gasoline on a raging fire and make an already chaotic situation much, much worse. I'm Jonathan Mitchell. This is The Truth. And today's story is mostly fictional. Mostly. Now back to Caligula the God. Right in there. The other senators are already waiting. Other senators? They got here a few minutes ago. Shit. Gentlemen, how is he? What do you think you're doing here? I'm on important business. I'm here to see the emperor. No, you're not. Junior senators don't see the emperor. I think it's up to the Emperor to decide whether or not there's any merit in what I have to say. And what is that? It's between us. Is it? Yes. I have a list of names of colleagues who have said some very troubling things. Frankly, I'm concerned for the Emperor's safety. Are you a moron? No. Are you brain damaged? Was your mother fucked by a jackass when she was pregnant with you? Was she? No. The last thing anyone wants is another paranoid emperor rounding people up in the middle of the night. We just barely survived Tiberius by the skin of our teeth. I'm sorry, are you suggesting it's better to keep the truth from him? What truth is that? That you've been collecting names like a weasel? It's better for everyone that he's counseled toward reasonable policies. I guess I'm just more concerned with his well-being. Guard? Will you let Caesar know that I'm here and that I need to talk with him immediately about urgent matters of state? Right away, sir. Listen to me, you little pissant. I will 
fuck you where you live. I do not want anyone giving him reasons to start looking for conspiracies around every corner. We have too many problems to deal with right now without a madman on our hands. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? Repeat back to me what I just said to you. I'm sorry, did you just call our emperor a madman? You dumb little shit. You don't know what you're doing. The Emperor Caligula Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Hail Hail Caesar. Caesar! Hail Caesar! My head hurts. There's too much noise out here. Apologies, Your Imperial Highness. Caesar, I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to see you alive and well. Just help me sit. My legs aren't right. Of course. Here, 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 please, uh, take my arm. When I woke up, I was, I was, I was all alone in my room, in the dark. I was afraid I was dead. You're here with us, my boy. Alive and well, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I thought I was in hell. No, you're all right. I've seen truly awful things the last few nights. Awful things. What did you see? I was flying over the empire. And, and, and there, was, there was a little dairy farm out in the country, somewhere west, I think. All the livestock were sick. The calves were suckling at their mother, but instead of milk, they were drinking her blood. You wouldn't believe the smell. That's terrible. These are fever dreams, Caesar. The doctor warned you you'd be having them. No, these weren't dreams. They were visions. I went up to heaven, and I saw God with my two eyes. Is that so? He was being castrated by his own children. His daughters were holding him down with a pillow over his face, and his son was cutting through his testicles with the... Who are you? We met last year at the Capitol, Caesar. I wouldn't expect you to remember. The junior senator has come to pay his respects, which he's done. So, goodbye, senator. Actually, I do have something I was hoping we might talk about. I don't talk with junior senators. Right. Of course. God, my head hurts. You'll be feeling better soon. You need to eat something. Get the Emperor's breakfast. Yes, Counselor. Caesar, I'm sorry to bother you right out of your sickbed, but there are pressing matters that need your attention. This situation with the plague is getting much worse. Word is coming in now from nearly a third of the Empire. I'm the cow. You, you all see that, right? I'm sorry? The nobles have all been sucking me dry for years. But there's nothing left to give except my blood. Which is why I got so sick, you understand? It's why I died. You didn't die, Caesar. You're alive. I'm not so sure. This plague, Imperial Majesty is devastating. The plague isn't anything to worry about. It'll be over soon. It's all so clear to me now. I took on the sickness of the whole empire on my own shoulders so that she could be healed. I'm a god. That's what I saw in my vision. What do you all think about that? That sounds like a really profound 
experience. A miracle. Certainly full of symbolism. I'm here to start a new golden age. Your breakfast, Caesar. <laughs> I have a few edicts that I'd like to put into law immediately. All right. Yeah, I want today declared a national holiday, a religious fucking holiday. Okay. Courts won't be in session, suspend taxes, that sort of thing. Right. All right. It will be done, Caesar, right away. Now, the number of dead we're hearing about is unsettling, to say the least. And we have every reason and to And I believe. want a new statue of myself commissioned and installed on the hill along with the other gods. We'll have to run that by the Senate first, since they have to approve any kind of religious reform. Then I'm sure we can free up some money. I've actually brought a budget with me, if you'd like to take a look, with an earmark for public health measures that are essentially... All hail a new golden age! <clears throat> right. All hail. All hail. I'm sorry, who is this again? No one important. I I've brought information, Caesar, about a plot. What plot? No plot. Purely hypothetical. A number of my colleagues have openly expressed seditious sentiments since Caesar's been sick, Majesty. What sentiments? Speculation on Caesar's health and on his possible successors. It makes me sick to even tell you about it, but I have to. It's my duty. We're looking into it, but right now it's just hearsay. Not anything to worry about. A much bigger concern is the rate of infection. At this point, we just don't have enough sick tents Enough to... about the plague! Just shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm tired of hearing you fucking talk about the fucking plague! This food tastes like shit! It's rotten! Get it out of here! Get it! Bring me the doctor. I want to talk with him. Let's get you back to bed, Caesar. This conversation can wait until tomorrow. Right. I don't think it can, actually. I do. No. In fact, I think we need to discuss this matter about the Emperor's statue. And the temple? Honestly, that these old men in the Senate should have any resistance at all to declaring Caesar's apotheosis is shameful. Caesar needs his rest. We'll talk tomorrow. Might I take a moment to kiss His Holiness's toes? Okay. <clears throat> I, I, just, I just want you to know, Caesar, that I'll be the first to stand up for any reform that places you in your rightful position among the gods. And I pray that I might be the very first to sacrifice in your temple. How is it that I don't know you? I've been kept in a low profile. Ah. I want to call you Lapdog. What do you think about that? Whatever Caesar wants. Oh, and what exactly is it that you want from me, Lapdog? Only to serve, Caesar. And see to it your best interests are taken care of. Personally, I think it's a mistake to only put your statue with the Pantheon. Do you? I only mean to say that... A revelation such as your deification needs a much, much bigger canvas. I mean, here in Rome, Caesar would just be one god among many. No offense, don't get me wrong, the most important god, of course. 
and obviously the only living god, but still, one of a crowd. The senator is leaving now. No, he isn't. What are you suggesting? He's not suggesting anything. I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying that if you really want to let the world know who it is they bow down to, you should have your statue put in a more prominent place. Some place where the message is inarguably clear that Caesar stands alongside no one. He reigns above all. Where do you have in mind? The Jews' temple in Jerusalem. That would be a disastrous, Caesar. That's certainly the conventional wisdom. But I'm sure if my colleagues here would think imaginatively and not critically for once, that they would see the necessity of this idea. The Jews are a volatile group of people who take the sanctity of their temple very, very seriously. Exactly the point. There would be a revolution at a very dangerous time for us, frankly. Nothing an armed garrison couldn't put down. Why start a costly foreign war when there's absolutely no reason? Who's talking about a foreign war? I said an armed garrison, a single platoon. You don't think we could pull that off? Of course we could pull that off. That's not the point. But the political fallout would be a nightmare. The political fallout? Of having our emperor, our god, crowned for the whole world to see? Okay. I don't mean to suggest any kind of lack of faith in you on their part, Caesar. I just think this older generation's cautious around bold new ideas. Maybe a little afraid of the future. You fucking twerp! No, 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 please. Let's not fight. So you're suggesting, lapdog, that I ignore the advice of these people who have been by my side for my entire life, but I should listen to you? Yes. Why? Because they're trying to steer you to their own ends, and I'm not. You're not? No. I know what's good for Caesar is what's good for me. Anything Caesar wants is therefore what I want too. And I will dedicate myself to making it happen, whatever it is. Anything? Anything. Well, that is interesting. We'll find out what happens next in just a moment. But first, this episode of The Truth is sponsored by Mint Mobile. After the year we've all been through, saving money should be at the top of everyone's resolution list. So if you're still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless, what are you doing? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans that start at just $15 a month. And for me, my phone bill is a pretty large portion of my monthly expenses. But simply switching to Mint Mobile made it so much easier to save money. All the plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com truth. That's mintmobile.com slash truth. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash truth. This episode of The Truth is also sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're having trouble meeting your goals or difficulty with relationships or trouble sleeping or you're feeling stressed or depressed, BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. Simply fill out a questionnaire to assess your needs, and BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's secure online professional counseling. 
podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Truth listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash the truth. Visit BetterHelp.com slash the truth and join the over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. BetterHelp.com slash the truth. Now back to Caligula the God. The doctor, Caesar. Hail Caesar. I'm so deeply, deeply happy to see you healthy and well. Deeply. Are you surprised? No, not surprised. Uh, Not for someone of your fortitude. Just, um, you you know, it's a miracle. Why can't I taste my food? Why does it all taste like dog shit to me? Well, it's a complicated series of factors. No, it isn't. What's wrong with me? You shared your diagnosis of me with people outside this room, is that right? No, I didn't. What did the doctor say about me, lapdog? That you have the plague, your highness. I I didn't. And how did people respond to this news, lapdog? Some think it's time to look for your successor, highness. No. Well, as you can see... Doctor, I'm very well. Better than well, actually, no thanks to you. You left me to die alone in a room with nothing but my nightmares to keep me company. No, Caesar. No? Are you calling me a liar? No, Caesar. So I'm not a liar. You did leave me to die. No! What do I do with this man, lapdog? Caesar does what Caesar wants. (laughs) Personally, right now, I want to see him die. Does that seem fair to you? If Caesar does it, then it's the definition of fair. No, I I did everything I could. Please. Shut up, you fucking asshole. How dare you question Caesar's judgment? Are you saying you know better than the emperor? No, no, of course not. Of course not. Caesar's passed his sentence. And when a god passes his sentence, it's more than justice. It's natural law. It's infallible. Of course, a god also has the choice to be merciful, too, to deal with pity on the weaknesses of the rest of us. The doctor's weakness, for example. He diagnosed Caesar as a sick man. He failed to perceive Caesar's true condition. He saw the body, but not the god, inside. Isn't that true? Yes. Yes. The doctor missed all this in his diagnosis and treated a sick man instead of a thriving god. Not great medicine, I'll grant you. But of course, we can't very well expect him to diagnose something he's never seen before. True? Yes, true. True. After all, Caesar is the first God to actually walk among us, as one of us, I mean. We can't rightly expect an ignorant country doctor to be able to diagnose something like that, something he's never seen before. Can we? No. I'm sure you're telling the truth when you say you did your best. Yes, I am. My, my very best. Well, there you have it. It's a pity. Caesar, this man's life is obviously yours to do with as you please. Mercy, judgment, it's your choice. 
and I know that as a god, you are not swayed by feeling, but by reason. What do you think about that, lapdog? A pretty fair argument, don't you say? Very fair, Caesar. I think so, too. We're in a unique situation here. I think we should chalk this up as a misunderstanding due to the novelty of the moment. Your life is yours, Doctor. Thank you, Caesar. Thank you. It kind of sets a bad precedent, though, doesn't it? Not that I'm arguing against my colleagues' persuasive rhetoric, but doesn't this send a message to Caesar's enemies that they can work against his interests without consequences? Doesn't this embolden potential enemies to come forward and challenge Caesar's power? Murdering this man doesn't accomplish anything. Remember Tiberius. What do you suggest, lapdog? Well, the choice is obviously Caesar's, but I would implore you to send a message to anyone who might even think about betting against you. Enemies are gathering even as we speak, trying to capitalize on Caesar's perceived weakness, all because the doctor here misdiagnosed you and shared his misdiagnosis publicly. Maybe we should pull his tongue out so he can keep his thoughts to himself. My tongue, sir? Cruelty doesn't become a god, Caesar. It's more than fair, holiness. You can take the doctor away now. Cut out his tongue. Yes, sir. Thank you, Excellency. And again, I'm so, so thrilled you're well. All right, let's go. Hail Caesar! Let's go. Hail Caesar! Keep moving. Move, move. Hail Caesar! It was the right message to send. Hmm. Now, what do you think we should do about all these enemies of yours? Caesar, we don't know that there are enemies. No, shh, shh, of course there are. There are always enemies. I think a shakeup in the Senate is long overdue. You miserable, self-aggrandizing shit. How, how many of them? Half. Easily. Half? Ooh, that is a major shakeup. Even Tiberius didn't get rid of half the Senate. Tiberius wasn't a god. Mm hmm? That much is true. You can't just wipe out the Senate because some people supposedly said bad things about you. Why can't I? Because it's tyranny. Not for God. For God, it's justice. Even God doesn't get what he wants all the time. Says the woman trying to tell her God what he should do. I don't understand why you're listening to this man, Caesar. Don't you see he's just whoring himself out to you? I think he's funny. <sighs> Caligula. I've known you since you were a boy, and I love you like you're my son. Don't ruin your reputation by killing these men. It is a huge mistake. Let history remember this as the moment that a living God came to teach us all the meaning of mercy. Thoughts, lapdog? You don't have to kill them to teach them a lesson. You can humiliate them instead. Oh, how? Well... I think my distinguished colleague has made an excellent point. Caesar is surrounded by whores. Unfortunately, whores with the pretension that they're gentlemen and ladies. So, why not call them out for what they really are? What I'm thinking is, every god needs a temple. Yours could be a temple of love. A brothel. Uh-huh. And these senators, if you can't kill them, well, you can compel their wives. 
to serve as your sacred priestesses. What? How dare you? I prostitute them? Absolutely shameful. I will not stand here and listen that to this. That certainly would humiliate their wives. And their whole families, too. It would ruin their reputation for all time. Worse than death, actually. Oh, if your father were alive... My father's not alive. You'll have open rebellion, civil war among the nobles. And how would I get them to do it, lapdog? These are proud women from good, noble families. I'm sure they'd kill themselves before they'd ever even think about something like this. I have to object to this with the fullest conviction. Oh, so do I. This is the most immoral, reprehensible thing I've ever heard. Shame on you. Overruled. Call it their religious duty. Civic service to God and emperor. It's blasphemy. Ah, quiet. You know, if you two would think imaginatively like the lapdog here and not critically, for once, we might actually be able to solve some problems. You know what? I just had an excellent idea. Why stop with my enemies? Why not get all the senators' wives involved? All the wives? All the wives. Well, it's more about... Humiliation? Why humiliate your friends? No, it's only humiliation for the ones who don't believe in me. For the ones that do, it's a sacred privilege. Isn't that sound logic? No, I have no doubt your wife would do it without hesitation, wouldn't she, lapdog? My wife. Sure. She can lead all the others by example. Uh, um, I just... Uh, I can't say that she would. I, I, I don't think so. Uh, no. Maybe. Uh, no, no. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'd, have to, I'd have to run it by her. Why? You've run it by me, and what's good for me is what's good for you. Yes? Let me ask you a question, lapdog. Because I'm curious to hear what you think. Am I insane? I mean, these visions I've been having, do they sound insane to you? Do you really think I'm a god? Or am I sick? Because I wonder sometimes myself. Sometimes everything's so clear, and then other times, I think I might be. And if that's true, then I just cut that man's tongue out for telling me the truth. Is that what a god does? What do you think, lapdog? What am I? What do you think I want to hear? Well... Hi, you're up. Yeah, of course. Did you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, tell me everything. Uh, not much to tell. Uh, Caesar's well. I expect he'll make a full recovery. And? Did he make you eat his ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of. <laughs> tell me all about it. Uh, not right now. I need to sleep for a little bit and collect my thoughts. What's wrong with you? You look sick. <clears throat> no, I'm not, I'm not sick. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, actually, I do have very good news for us. 
You're gonna help me cement my relationship with Caesar. Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> and how am I gonna do that? Well, I'll explain it to you, but you're gonna have to think about this imaginatively and not critically. And just know that everything is going to be great for us. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. To hear more original stories like this, go to thetruthpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is thetruthfiction. Caligula the God was written by Lewis Kornfeld and produced by me, Jonathan Mitchell. It was performed by Richie Moriarty, Joseph Medeiros, Michael Kumsty, Daniel Delgado, Margot Siebert, Jake Hart, and Lewis Kornfeld. The Truth is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, or network of independent, listener-supported, artist-owned podcasts. And you can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. Our associate producer is Nicole Hill. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing The Truth. Radiotopia.